I'll start with this. Two hands, putting it to work. The thing that has worked for me is to remember the hard times. And I just remind myself, all right, I was evicted when I was 14. We were kicked off the island. We couldn't live in Hawaii. Had no place to live. It, it's also a lot easier to let go of something when you're deciding to let go of it because you've decided yourself that it's, you're done with that. It's a weak part of you. It needs to disappear. People can live with themselves. That's the first thing. A lot of people can live with themselves, look in the mirror and say, I'm okay with being afraid. You know, a lot of us are going through a hard time in life. Some people have been bullied. Some people are just stressed out. Some people are insecure. Some people are fat and overweight. I leave home like you guys left home. I'm ready to tackle the world, get after it, achieve my dreams and goals. Crushed by 22, 23 years old. I'm, now I gotta move back in with my mom and dad. A lot of what people regard as their own personalities and, and are proud of about their own personalities aren't their own personalities at all. They're useless idiosyncrasies that differentiate them trivially from other people. You have to first be uncomfortable with how you feel about yourself. With that voice that a lot of us like to run away from, we all have it. And if I could be who I needed to be, what would that look like? Self-deception and arrogance. To be proud of your insufficiency, that's a very foolish thing. And that means to cling to the parts of you that are dead. So we first have to face the real you, who knows I'm weak, who knows I'm afraid, who says, whatever you think about me, take it, whatever, I'm here. At some point, you gotta be tired of not being number one. You have to accept what you're not. You have to, and people don't want to do that. And that's the only way you can fix it. You have to accept it first before you can go on the journey. As you elevate your aim, you create a judge at the same time. The new ideal, which is an ideal you, becomes a judge because it's above you, right? And then you're, you're terrified of it, maybe. Who they want to be, they act like they are, but they're not because they haven't fixed all this stuff yet. You got to fix this first before we can start our journey in life. Get rid of everything about yourself that isn't perfect. There's nothing you can't accomplish. The other end of suffering is a world that very few have ever seen. The judge that you're creating by formulating the idea tells you what's useless about yourself and then you can dispense with it. People are writing you off. It should drive you. It should. It works for me. It should drive you. You're setting the example every single day of your life. You may retire, but you ain't never coming back home, man. Now you're judged. Embrace the darkness. You do have to embrace the rage. Every single person that you look up to, your favorite person in the entire world is a failure, has been at one point or another a failure. Dissatisfaction is, it's an innate part of our psychology. There's no amount of money or success or love that you're ever going to achieve where you're like, cool, I, I'm done, I got it. The moment you realize the next step isn't going to kill you, and that next step is the first step to evolving, changing, growing, and learning, and becoming literally the best version of yourself, that's the most beautiful thing. You gotta have a reason why, and most people who succeed ultimately have a strong reason why. I, I look at rage and darkness as a supercharger. I have a reason why, and the supercharger on top of that engine is my 
rage and darkness. So many people in life, through no fault of their own, have a bar set for themselves, a glass ceiling set for themselves that they don't even know is there. I think more people ought to put themselves in positions where they deal with adversity and challenges so that they can develop some sense of anger and darkness and rage. The more we struggle with meaning or purpose in our lives, the more hope we look for to kind of compensate for that. You almost have to take the huge goal and shelf it. Don't forget about it, but shelf it and now focus on everything that's small to get there. I think we, we focus so much on trying to be perfect when really we just need to be successful. Even if you failed, that failure was an event. It's not who you are, it's not a person. We're surrounded today by people being satisfied with mediocre. As soon as I realized that I, I could believe in myself, that it opened up a lot of the doors. It's not bulletproof, you know, but this, this armor that we have around us, and that armor has chinks in it. We all have mm -hmm. our own insecurities, our own fears, our, our own limited beliefs, our own limited mindset. We, we are imperfect humans with these and these doubts and these, these cracks in, in what you see. And you do that by one chapter in a book or one video or one, one minute or five minutes of visualization and seeing yourself winning. Put yourself in a position where you're going to thrive, not where it's going to be comfortable. But society, parents, whoever have set the standard for you to not play it safe, take risks. What if you lose? What if you lose? Who cares? As long as you don't die, you can come right back. I said, what do you want? What's your passion? What are you trying to accomplish? You can't formulate a plan and figure out the steps unless you know where you're trying to go. How can you go somewhere if you don't know where you're trying to go? And so the fighter jet mentality is that someone who is just determined, relentlessly obsessed in achieving an outcome in the face of all adversity. So failure is an event, not a person. Every single person that we've looked up to has gone from failure to the next failure to finally triumph. Have to move to start feeling something. And if you move and start feeling something, you're on your way to the best version of yourself. of being vulnerable. We're terrified of being honest. We're so used to being judged and being held to a standard that society sets for us that we don't give ourselves permission to even ask these questions, let alone answer them. Decide what you need to do and act. of all strength is pain. Embrace pain. Pain is something to embrace. If there's no resistance to you, you're not gonna get anywhere in life. The purpose of a goal is not getting it anywhere. The purpose of a goal, who you become. 
Who you become is going to make you happier, it's going to make you sad. Because some people think when you lose a dream or you lose something, that it's over. But you didn't lose who you are. You lost that thing, that placement. Life might not be adding up to what you want it to add up to, but at least you have another, every single day is a new beginning. Every day is a new beginning. And certain days aren't gonna look like you want them to look, but at least you have another chance. Like 150,000 people die every day. It's 55 million people a year. If you're looking for a blessing, realize that's your blessing. You have another opportunity at life. The only way you're gonna get strength in your life is if you go through that hard moment, that tough moment. Realize this, just because it's a chapter, it doesn't mean it's your whole story. Most people think the things that are temporary are the permanent things. The temporary passing, I'm going through a breakup. You don't understand that in a month you're gonna be okay. When you're in a low, when you're feeling bad, you think that thing you're feeling is how you're gonna feel forever, which is what makes it feel worse. All of your emotions are temporary. They're passing things. So most of our pain comes from believing, I believe, that we should keep holding on to these things that are really heavy in our lives. We're constantly looking at life. What is it? What is it? Where are we? You know, look how interesting. Look at different cultures, different beliefs. You know, how do they come to that? How do I feel about that? How do, you know, what do I think? It's, it, it is a daily adventure. You have your voice. It's there. Just do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Create. You know, don't let anyone stop you. days were truly your best days. When you can realize that every human being goes through pain and injustice, some more than others, but everyone goes through it. Everyone's had someone be completely unjust to them. Everyone has had someone hurt them who they loved and cared for deeply, or they trusted, or they looked to for support or love. Part of how we grow spiritually. There's no possibility to build muscle without something you have to lift. And if you don't lift it, it will crush you. And if you lift it, it will be painful. It's not easy to lift those things. But the day in which you finally find inside yourself the story and state that finally makes you no longer be willing to be pressed down by your past. That's the day your life not only changes, but you also now have the ability to give a gift to others. And the most beautiful day, though, is the day when you go, it wasn't for all that that I hated most. I wouldn't have what I love most. Realizing that there was a meaning in all of it and that it served something greater. 
greater than just a little me. We live in a constant state of fear of missing out. We're always thinking about what we have pending, the plans, the future, our vision. There's almost like this ADD quality life now, and especially now with social media and with all the things coming at us so fast. And if you're committed to creating big results in your life, you have plans, you have goals, but a lot of that steals time and steals moments from us. And the magic is in the moment. I'm here, I'm all in, I'm engaged with you. Because so many people are not present, they miss out on things, they miss out on life. And I think that one of the biggest problems that we have is that we think that where we are isn't it. This is not it. And so we think that happiness or joy or fulfillment is in the future, or it was in the past because, and we lost it. One of the things that we do is we miss out on the moment and we don't realize that happiness is right now. Because the only moment that we really have is this one. There is no other moment. The, the next moment is a promise. The next moment is an idea. The last moment is over. Like we, we live life like we have forever. We live life like it's gonna, like there's a guarantee of tomorrow. And I don't know there's another moment. And so when I live life from this is the only moment I have, I'm living life from urgency. And so I'm living life from, I may not see you again, so let me be present. Or I may not, we may not pass this way again. And so when I live from the moment, what I'm doing is I'm celebrating it, I'm acknowledging it, and I'm able to be present in it. And so what stops me from, from that is the guilt of the past and the anxiety of the past and the resistance of, of what you know, I've been through, afraid of going through it again. Embrace and accept where you are. That what's happening right now is actually happening for you. That what's happening right now is your benefit. Because as long as I'm thinking that, that this relationship isn't it, this moment isn't it, this house isn't it, this career isn't it. What I'm doing is I'm, I'm putting all of my happiness on a result. Me being grateful for the moment that I have, whether it's, it could be a bad moment, it could be you know, an amazing moment, because my happiness is up to me. And so my enjoying of this moment is up to me. And so when I'm able to embrace the moment and live in it, then I'm present. So many people go through people's lives and they were never present. They were never there. They were never connected. Uh, they miss out. They don't remember even conversations. I mean, you see it at funerals. People are like, well, what was the last thing I said to them? Or what, was, what could I remember of them? And a whole lifetime can be summed up in two conversations. Where there were so many moments that you were with somebody that you weren't present. And so by not being uh, present with the responsibility of what I'm creating, then what I do is I'm always thinking that this is not it and it should be different and then we stay stuck. And then we're stuck in a situation we don't want to be in and then we're miserable about it and we complain about it but we don't do anything about it. You're deciding not to decide. And so you're making a choice to be in limbo which is why so many people are unfulfilled because they're not, they're not doing what they want to do.
If you're in a career that you're not all in, get out. If you're not, in a, if you're in a relationship you're not all in, get out. Be in ownership of whatever moment you're in. Most people are spectators. They're like watching. They're observing. They show up to a place and they observe. They go to the party and they, oh, I don't like the food. I don't like the, you know, this is the vibes weird. And then they, they're in this observer mode, or they show up into situations. Their life is their life, but they're a spectator. What is your intention when you're sitting down with your significant other? What is your intention when you go into the board meeting? What is in your intention when you're talking to your employees? What is your intention when you talk to your mom? So what's the experience that you want to create when you're with that person? Accountability is love. Holding people accountable is saying, I love you. When I hold you accountable, I'm saying, you're capable of a bigger game. And so holding people accountable to being present creates an environment of people being present. And, and also there's the whole thing of wanting more, 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 more money, more followers, more success, more of, of whatever, something hotter, something brighter. And we don't realize that the key to joy and happiness is happening right now, this moment. This is the moment. All of those things will never bring fulfillment and don't bring people back and don't bring memories back. You know, some people are so on auto, it's like we live on autopilot. In this moment, it's the most important moment you have because you may not have another one. You may not wake up tomorrow. The plane may not land. So I think that if we live, we live more consciously present and be present with the people that we love, express how we feel today, make every moment count, this will elevate people's lives. Winston Churchill said, said many years ago, history will be kind to me for I intend to write it. A heartbreak, a breakup, parents getting a divorce, a fight, getting bullied. All of these things then make you because of those experiences. Now when that happens, you are going to do one of three things. You're, you know the whole flight, freeze or fight. Now you know what freeze happens, nothing happens. Flight, nothing's happened. But fight, that part is born during those moments. What if I get asked a question that I don't have the answer to? One of the scariest things about life is a question. The, the, the scary question can shake a soul up because no one's asked that question for you. If you don't ask the questions of what you want to do next, the world is going to put you in the box on what you have to do next. And you are rising up to their expectations because you're not asking the questions yourself. What life do you want to live? And why do you want to live this life? Why is it important to you? Why is it what you're putting through all these hours? Why would you want to do that? That transition when you go through it, and then the pressure part when you said, here's who I'm going to be, where you declare your intentions to the world. This is what I'm going to be doing. A lot of times we keep things a secret. I think declaring intentions serves a purpose. I think when you go out there and you say, this is what I'm going to be doing. This is where I'm going to be at. You officially have the world holding you accountable. That pressure could be good pressure to put into your life. The identity goes from being a regular person to the next day, no one recognizes them. Haters highlight your weaknesses. And if you're smart, you're like, he makes a good point. Hey, one day I'm gonna make so much money, I'm gonna shut everybody up. That doesn't work. First of all, that's not gonna take place. So you have a choice. Either you can say, I don't wanna deal with divorce, live a small life. But if you can't live a small life and you have to live a big life, you have to understand that there's gonna be push. 
and you have to figure out a way to silence everybody. Anticipation is game. The more you tell the world how to manage expectations dealing with you and what to anticipate, you actually minimize a lot of the noise. We don't take the time to say, what are the values and principles that I'm willing to build my life on? And what really are they? What, what, what are you willing to really stand up for? You know, what is your core belief system? You got to go really deep. Really deep with purpose and really deep with if you don't move, what could take place? For people to sit there and realize, if you really want to move yourself, ask the questions. Go deeper on what life could happen, both good and bad. Happen to both of them and hopefully that creates urgency for you to start taking the next necessary steps. The gift of imagination and visualization is rarely used properly.